listeners, I'm Louise and this is episode 220 of Keithan's Craft Collective. This episode I've got a blather with too much drama, a review of the Great British Sewing Bee Sustainable Style by Alexandra Bruce and Carolyn Ackleson, a what's a crack? I'm getting good at this piano. This is actually one of my favourite pieces of music just now. Isn't it lovely? Uh, there is What's Cracked on that uh, wee shoppy update and the Me 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 section. So get your pint of juice, your cup of tea, your IV drip, hopefully not, or your dram, and I'll let you know what is cracked being in Kidness is parsley. Sorry, <laughs> getting carried away with the music. Right, um, blather. Too much drama. Lots of life drama going on with people I know just now. Some losing jobs, marriages splitting up, people moving house unexpectedly. The effects of the pandemic are not just medical now. Economic implications are starting to bite deep. The stresses and strains have come to the surface. We ourselves, we've got a broken window, <laughs> big drama. Turns out one of our sunroom windows has been put in back to front. So that the pane with the UV side was on the inside and not the outside. And it had a heat fracture, so it shattered the inside of the window. Thankfully, nobody was in the room at the time and nobody was damaged. There's no water or wind coming in from the outside because the outside pane is fine. The insurance money, people deal with it. The lady from the glazier said it's quite a common occurrence. But, drama. <laughs> and hassle. Uh, oh, I've got two pieces of paper here. I've just turned the wrong one round. <laughs> I'm so professional, listeners. I pretend I'm on the news. Yeah, only I know that they use an iPad these days. Anyway, uh, so, we've still got drama with the Ravelry debacle. Jess has since apologised, quite like the apology, but there are two ways to look at this. We can accept the apology and move on, or not. You are obviously going to be in your own camp about this. Now, I myself, for the podcast, the day of the apology, I had been wondering before what to do. Well, Ravelry is a huge point of focus for interaction between me and you, or was, it might not be so much now or in the future, but you and it was a huge point of interaction between me and you, you and you, you, you and me. Well, that made more sense in my head. And I was like, well, should I shift it to one of the other similar platforms, which I wasn't too sure about? or create a blog and have a standalone. And then I looked at a blog that I had made um, eight or so years ago now, and this is for textile artists, but I used my uh, Craft email, and this is on Blogger. And I thought, oh, I'll revisit that. So I had a look back and <laughs> really loved looking through it. I really miss textile artists and my friends there. And... I wasn't sure we'll just start at that again. I don't want to have to spend any money because 
yeah. And I was looking at the plus points and the negative points. Plus points, my blog then would be all in one place. I was told it can be quite amusing at some points. <laughs> I like to think that I'm amusing on the podcast too. Um, but I do see the point and it was well taken. I quite like that. Uh, negative points. thing is, I'm not consistent about writing a blog. Um, to turn on my stupid laptop, which I don't do very often anymore. I just use my phone for things. Um, I like to talk out what I'm thinking, which is why I've never really stuck to a blog. I always sort of talk through my thoughts and they're out in the atmosphere hanging around in somebody's ear in between your ears <laughs> in my head that's really funny uh, and I'm not also I don't have the money to pay for one like a wordpress one or anything just now plus it's somewhere where that you would have to find me and I think that's a bit onerous for you so I'm kind of undecided Personally, can't look at New Ravelry, and if they change it to stay to New Ravelry eventually and don't fix it, I will have to go on and take off my patterns and not post or use New Ravelry because I just have a sore head. Also, I don't want any of you to get a sore head or worse. So, um, what I will be doing for is I'll have links not to Ravelry in the show notes. I'll just name the pattern and um, try and make sure that you can get it from, say, the designer's own website or some other platform. Or maybe I'll just name the pattern and um, then you'll know what the name of the pattern. And um, I don't, I'm not actually under an obligation to anybody to be able to supply a link to a pattern especially because nobody's paying me any money for it but it's quite good practice to link to a pattern so you know what we're talking about and uh, spread the pattern love because we do have to support the designers but if you can't access now uh, the new Ravelry then I'm not going to just be the only way that you can then get to it I always this made more sense when I wrote it down (laughs) But I did think about the swaps because that's what I would use Rebel before uh, and talking to yourselves. But I haven't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answer. <laughs> I'm not a smarty. Smarties have the answer and I've not had my trip of smarties. So that's sweeties for those people who don't live in the UK. I don't know if they have them elsewhere, but it's an advert only smarties have the answer. So I'm going to not link uh, patterns to Ravelry. The show notes will come with the episode from where you normally get it, either Podbean, iTunes or Podcatch, Butterfly, Nate, whatever you use. Also, acceptance of the drama of change. So don't put all our eggs into one basket or by experience they can get smashed. Then Bill gets lots of yummy, yummy eggs for dinner and we don't get any ourselves which would be a bit of a bummer if you really needed an egg for your dinner. I'm not happy. My or your happy place is no longer happy. Um, 
And I certainly don't think that the team at Ravelry are happy or doing a good job either. I don't know. I just... I just don't know. I don't want to say go to New Ravelry, but I still really, really think that it's a really good database. And it, it, the things I think that we'd use it for, like talking in the forums to other like-minded people for all the different podcasts or the interests that you have, when it works, it's wonderful. But when it doesn't, things need to change. I'm still listening to everybody else's uh, thoughts on this. I've seen some pretty awful things on Twitter. I've seen people just accepting the apology and kind of moving on. I'm really glad that she put the apology out. I'm really glad that as a business they have realised that they've made a mistake. Um, Don't know as such... I don't know. It just it wasn't very nice. I've just the whole situation is unnecessary, and that really irritates me. I'm finger pointing here. It's me tapping the desk. Grr. The dog will be woofing at me now. Tapping the desk. So let's move on to nicer, no drama things. Although there is drama when we're actually watching it. So we'll have some division, and I'll have some of my pink juice here. <coughs> When I say pink juice, I'm just back from a run, so I have a, a wee tablet with a energy stuff to put in the salts because it's hot and clammy and icky and fly kind of, muggy kind of running. Yeah. So, oh, I've got a spider. There's a little spider on my wall. Hello, spider. It's a nice little cute one. You would never be scared of this. It looks like Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Um, don't die. Oh. Right. So, um, just had my wee drink of juice. Uh, apologies for me clearing my throat there, but I felt it was needed. Um, hold on. Jeez, I'm rabbit on the day. So, review of the Great British Sewing Bee Sustainable Style by Alexandra Bruce and Caroline Ackleson. This is a nice mighty tome. I didn't think it was going to be, but I'm so delighted that when it whacked through my letterbox, uh, it was. It was nice and fat and juicy. Ah, the ruler and the measuring tape of on the other table. Otherwise, I was going to tell you exactly how big it is. I'm going to say A4, and it comes in a box. (laughs) Almost like a cat. It's like a box. I'm not going to sit in it, but it's a box. I'm so happy. Um, It's a cardboard boxy cover because it has a hard-backed book with 226 pages. And then it's got five full paper pattern sheets. And in the book, it's got 27 projects. It retails in at £27. Uh, the Amazon price just now is £18.85. And you get sizes from women's 8 to 22, men's extra small to extra large, no children's stuff. There's 
good colour photography throughout the book, uh, good diagrams as well, some in colour, some tonal. The first 50 pages um, are about getting started, the sizing, different fabrics, uh, your kit, and there's a sustainable sewing uh, section as well. The rest, page 50 through to the end, is patterns. You've got a selection of like four dresses, four coats, one trouser, a jumpsuit, a romper suit, uh, the pussy bow blouse. But there was no of the, the fancy pantaloon trousers that quite a lot of people went absolutely tonto for the first day. Uh, I think it was on like episode one or two. And I remember Angela going, I'd wear them. And I'm like, here's the pattern. I'm thinking, I don't need that because it's going to be in my book. You see, I got this as my subscription gift with Love Sewing Magazine. You, buy, you bought three of the magazines and you got the book as the gift and it cost £20. No, £23. And I, at the time, the book was costing £20. So I thought, well, that's actually pretty good value for money. Now, in each Love Sewing, you get at least two paper patterns and uh, this, uh, today's it, um, issue 84 was waiting for me by from the postie as I came in from a run. So I haven't actually read it properly yet, but it's got a pattern for summer dress and there's three patterns in it. And... Uh, which I think I probably, I think I'd wear them. And then there's a McCall's pattern and, well, the other one is a thread count pattern. I've not actually heard of them, but um, they say they're not any good. And uh, this one's a McCall's pattern and it's clots or shorts. I don't think I'll wear them. I'm not really a clot or short person. It, that's irrelevant because we're talking about the sewing bee book. Sorry. <coughs> Look. House Martins. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Uh, right, where have I? I've lost my place. So there's full patterns plus variations plus transformations and it ties into the sustainability side such as what to do with offcuts. There's making a pressing ham. Mum was delighted at that. Recycle and reuse clothing and mending. So there's a good range of models. Uh, they're diverse in race, age and size. No children's stuff. But to be honest, sometimes I didn't actually think that the models suited what they were wearing. And I could actually think that, just see Patrick going over or Esme pointing out, well, it should be a bit tighter here or looser there. Which for them being so particular and they've uh, got the forward of a lovely uh, well, forward, <laughs> what they've written, I was a little bit, hmm, okay. Um, however, it does have the halter neck dress that they had for the Marlon Monroe dress. Uh, there's a beautiful Carnaby jacket, a bomber jacket. Um, there's flares. I don't remember them making flares. I'm not a flare person. Um, and there's some really, really good instructions in the book, both at the front for normal dressmaking, and then 
in the patterns there's good tips for sort of there's this tip here is this skill you will learn in this pattern and my mum was quite impressed as well so I would actually recommend it I think uh, if you're paying the Amazon price 1885 is pretty good especially you're getting five full paper patterns in it and there are 27 projects that you can then get from the website and you can then either print them off yourself or take them on a stick to the print shop and get them to print it off. Um, I think it might be worth taking the patterns that are in there to copy at the print shop or because some of the patterns are printed on both sides, which is slightly irritating. But you can then trace off onto dressmaking, carbon stuff. There wasn't a big thing about that in the book. I would have liked just a little bit of more of how to do that. Um, but then I'm more a beginner than maybe they're aiming it at. Um, it does have a skill section point for a beginner, beginner to intermediate, intermediate to more advanced. And the main thing I think that this book needs is more pictures of Joel Lysett. Because <laughs> he's just the best thing. I love Joel Lysett. But I would um, recommend this if you were a sewer, if you were more experienced than myself, or you were a beginner and have no fear. Or you have a mum that is awesome and wants to help you do some more sewing. So that's The Great British Sewing Bee Sustainable Style by Alexandra Bruce and Carolyn Ackleson. I'm waiting on my belly rumbling. <laughs> I'm just thinking, it's got that feeling, you know, just before your belly rumbles. So if there's a noise, it's uh, the House Martin's belly rumbling. <laughs> it's coming up to tea time. So that's the review. Uh, right, uh, where's my piece of paper? What's crack? Now, I did mention Love Sewing, and I had a very, very quick flick into about page 27. And there's a few things I will mention here. Um, it's got a section for Black Lives Matter, which I quite liked. And it's got a section for people who are of colour that or involved in the fashion industry or and dressmaking and or um, fabric. So there was two that sort of jumped out at me. One of them is called Pigeon Wishes and she sells wholesale fabric. And then the other one is Dove, Dovetailed and she sells African wax print fabric, which is very trendy just now and very, very cool. <laughs> Dinner is ready. I've just got a... Oh, listeners, that's so funny. <laughs> I told Richard not to come up because I said, he does this. And he says, I've never come up. I said, you have. You've interrupted me before. I have not. Not on purpose. You have. Because, of course, I'm right. Aren't I? Yes, listeners. Nod your head. You and the bus that make you wonder. Everybody else what's wondering. And hello to you who are walking and not on the bus um, because you don't want to be in the bus. Hello to you who have to be on the bus. Hello to you who are in the car. Hello to you who are stuck in the car having to listen to me because whoever it is that wanted to listen to me is in control. Um, I never actually told you, Richard. 
I'm upstairs. And <laughs> this thing flashed by the window that wasn't a bird. And it was Richard standing outside with a big pole saying, with a sign stuck to the end of the pole saying dinner is ready. <laughs> <laughs> because I told him don't interrupt me and don't come upstairs. So I'll, I'll not talk any faster because it's fine. It's for he is for tea tonight. Um, and the other thing in What's Crack is, oh, uh, there was a podcast and suggestion. I've not listened to it yet because I literally got the magazine or... Sorry, is it figuratively? Because literally is when it's written down. And this is talked out. So that's, I'm pretty sure it's figuratively. Uh, I figured the other day, because I'm so smart, got the magazine just as I came in the house. I uh, got de-stunk. It was quite smelly. And I came up here with my pint of pink juice. And it suggests you listen to a podcast called Uncut Podcast. So I'm not recommending it because I haven't listened to it, but I suggest that we could try it. And you can let me know if you thought it was any good. I don't know if it's a YouTube or just audio. Because you see, I think that everything should be audio because I'm like that. Uh, let me see, let me see. No, it doesn't. don't think so. I can't see it now. Ah, well. I'll put all these in the show notes. I will actually do show notes, listeners. I will. I'm so good that way. Um, And the other thing I'd like to do is correct myself or re-educate ourselves because words are important and names are important and language is important. So last episode, when I was talking about spinning and I had got to the end and I says I was um, planning, I was plying, and I got a bit left, so I had Navajo plied it. Now, somebody who lives near the Navajo tribe, clan, people, out in wherever it is, um, has suggested that we change the language to calling it chain plan. And I'm, I'm absolutely down with that, so that's cool. So forever now on, the bit that I'm rubbish at at the end shall be called chain plan. Because... It's actually probably a good thing because I really wouldn't want them to be associated with my rubbish chain plane. <laughs> Which I have, I can see, it's over there and it's quite happy. I haven't actually done any other planes or even moved my spinning wheel. But I think the next thing I'll fancy spinning, it's either silk or heredian fleece. Oh. I think, oh, I don't know, listeners. I don't know. Right, uh, I will have some division music. I'll have some more pink juice. <coughs> the reason it went on a bit because I've lost my place again. A uh, shoppy section. Beep, 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 shoppy section, as Daisy used to say. Right, shoppy no more. So as I was thinking about the blog, and I was messaging Angela of Scotch Tweed, and she had suggested, why don't you move all your stuff, uh, do your blog, and start your podcast, put all your podcast stuff, and move all your shoppy stuff 
onto the blog and then you're going to cut out Etsy. And then I thought about it and I was like, I actually want to close my shop. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong, honestly, because some people have worried that there's something wrong. There's not. It's partly not much is sold in it recently. And I kind of know about the timing of lots of people don't have that extra money to spend on luxury items, but I don't mind. And I don't, I know I don't kind of update or add to it much, but because not much sold in it for quite a long time, it felt to me that therefore there was no point in making any more to update. Now, most of you who have bought, you bought what you want. And I do thank you very, very much for that. And I hope that every time you sort of find yourself using the bag made by me, you think of me sitting up here in my Keithnesian area, looking out at that lovely view with all the heather that's turning pink right now and the big puffy clouds. <laughs> if I could speak a bit more Keithnesian, I would. The spider's moved. Um, but I'll know. And I really send your yarn good vibes and hope it's control it's behaving itself. But um I just don't want to. I don't have any real desire to make any more and I thought, well, I don't want to waste any more money paying for Etsy for little or no sales. And if you do want anything that was in the shop, then it is all gone or it was actually was already listed with Scotch Tweed on her online shop and she has the stock anyway so it's not like she would take the sale and send me the message to send because it actually worked the other way around and I've always felt like it was her stock anyway because whilst I did the labour she provided the fabric so nothing's wrong I just thought I'd stop giving Etsy money for nothing because I'm not dire streets money for nothing I love the guitar and that, but I'm not too sure if I like the words in it anymore. <laughs> Dire Straits. So I don't feel happy and I don't feel sad. I don't feel relieved. So I just thought, well, I don't really feel anything about it. So I knew that it was time. So that's show me no more. But if you do want it, Angela Scotch Tweed has it. Have I done this? Yes, we've done that. Oh, this one's done. Here we go. Right, me, me, me section. Um, I've done that. Right, I finished something. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to give myself a cheer. Where's my effects? A cheer. I hope that didn't hurt your ears. <laughs> so, I finished making my dress. Uh, dress making. And this was the Butterick pattern 84386. And I used some cotton fabric that I had bought from Ikea. And it's in a kind of light blue with beautiful roses. Quite Kath Kitson kind of look. And um, I had waited because it needed a hook and eye and finishing off the facing and the hem. Mum had uh, the hook and eye and also she had suggested that we did a bias binding to 
add extra length to the hem and also she had a bias binding maker because I can't find mine. So at hers, got it, came up here and then mum said, I think I'll come up and make you finish that dress because <laughs> you haven't done it yet, haven't you? And I went, no, because <laughs> I kind of forgot what I had to do. And so she came up and we had a lovely time and neither the hook nor I nor the bias binding worked. Put the hook and eye on. Well, I finished the, the the facing and, you know, I had completely forgotten all that she had told me. So it's a good job she was here. So hopefully I'll remember it for the next time I'm making that kind of dress. Because I would quite like to make another couple of dresses out of them, that pattern book. Because there's six there. Remember I was bleating on about it last episode. Um, so we... Did the, did the face in and then I started sewing on the hook and eye and it's not a kind of like a tiny little zip head it's a sort of bigger one because it's a recycled one and had I been to a shop I probably would have purchased one that had the little thin dangly it's like a teardrop type of zipper but this is just a normal zipper head which I could tell you the size if I was beside the zip because they all have different sizes who knew? Well, me, I knew. They're, they have different names, well, letters for the different zip sizes. Did you know that, listeners? Have I imparted that information to you before? Probably. Boring. <laughs> anyway, um, but you see, this is part of my series of if you didn't know, you didn't know. And you can be ignorant. And it's good that you do know now because then you won't be ignorant anymore. And that's loads of stuff in life. So, uh, the hook and I didn't work, didn't fit properly, and mum says, I think you'll actually get away with that. Put it on, try it on, try it on. And then she says, right, do your hem. And it, I said, well, actually, do you know, it's actually about the right length today. Last time, it seemed to be too short. I said, oh, do you know, I was wearing jeans. <laughs> so I'd, I'd take my jeans off this time. And... Um, so there wasn't quite as much bulk around the midriff. So it wasn't riding up. So uh, poor mum on her hands and knees. And <laughs> she Richard came up and he says, why are you kneeling on a unicorn, Celia? And she went, well, I've got bony knees and I have to kneel down. So I grabbed the first thing that was close to me and it's a unicorn onesie. <laughs> Made sense. But it's not things that you expected to see. So, um, mum did the fiddly going round the bottom and pinning the hem. So, I then pressed the hem. Then I went round with the zigzag foot and edged the hem. And then I says, do I have to hand sew this? And she looked at me strange and she went, no. What makes you think that? So good. don't really like... Mum does this amazing disappearing hem stitch. And I have not yet embraced or imparted this skill. I hope she'd pass it on to me, just like how wonderful, beautiful I am from my mum's beautifulness. No, no, listeners, no, you're not getting this. <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm, I'm still working on that skill, which I haven't quite got there yet. So um, she, I zigzagged it and then sewed it. And it was finished. 
<laughs> oh, so I've, I'm going to wash it and then obviously iron it before I wear it. And I'm going to be back to school next week. So it'll be the first day back. And it's going to be my first first clothes back in. Hopefully it'll be comfortable enough. So, um, yeah. I think I would recommend that buttrick pattern, actually. The, it's proper, not for particular beginners, the instructions, you have to kind of have some kind of knowledge. But it is, if you knew what you were doing, it would be quite fast and easy. <laughs> if you're, if you don't, I wouldn't say it was easy. But it was a good learning curve and hopefully I'll be able to make it again quite soon. So that was that, I finished that. I have finished and made quite a few more masks. Um, we all have one. Sandy's got quite a few camouflage ones. Uh, Richard's got some more Johnny Cash ones. Daisy's got the squirrel ones. Or oh, did I tell you about all these last episode? I did, with the drunk squirrels. Yeah, lighting up, standing up doing the drunk squirrel dance um, and then I started uh, embroidering one for me because whilst I can wear the Johnny Cash ones um, silk is one of the good materials because it's such a fine weave you want a really high weave content, content. think Egyptian sheets on your face because you don't want anything to go through the fabric obviously because you just you don't want the bugs and silk is or most silk has got a very high thread count so i thought i might embroider on this i know i know it's got to go through the washing machine at a high temperature but if i do a decent enough job and maybe cover it with a gauze like an organza because i've got a bit of that um then <laughs> so i have embroidered it but i have not yet sewn it all together i think i've got to cut out the back piece of fabric for it which made which I don't know I was probably getting a dinner's ready sign up on the window again or the dog was getting sent up with a piece of um a notice in his collar as sometimes happens feed me I'm hungry um so that is the sewing and the knitting now I have been monogamous boo 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 monogamous the spider's gone Listeners, oh no, it's round the other side. You don't need to get panicked, I can still see her. Or him, I'm not sure which is which. I don't know that much about spiders, other than they don't bother me because we don't have massive great big ones. I do not like centipedes though, or forky tails. But I will, and I said this on Twitter the other day, that I will go full Tom and Jerry lady standing on a chair screaming if I see a centipede in the house. I hate them. Buckle went and sniffed at it and then Richard had to get put out the window. <laughs> Poor thing, I think I ended up with some broken legs. So if you see a centipede outside my house with some lots and lots of stookies, it was in my house. And I am sorry that it's, a, it's injured, but please don't be in my house, centipede. There's no need. I'm not making you socks. So just stay out. Um... All chickens are fine, by the way. Uh, right, where was I? So I have been monogamous. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Went off on one there. And I'm making the Legger Redox. 
which is French. So it's Leisure Redoux by Espace, Espace, oh, I can't see this, Tr uh, Trico, Espace Trico. I, I, I can hear it in my head and I don't think I'm saying it right. By Mona Schmidt. And they're, she, the Spassy Trico ladies are absolutely lovely. I've never heard a bad word said about them. So um, she has kindly got this pattern up for free. And it's uh, made in linen. And uh, it's strippy. They've got theirs with long... 10 inch sleeves and I have made a um, t-shirt length sleeves and oh I have I have I have a story I have drama about the sleeves <laughs> so I had three colors the original is made with two and um, the original is like a light uh, gray and then uh, I think they've got purple I can't remember actually what their pattern is. And the little thin stripes are the purple. And the rest is a sort of light grey, beige, very neutral. And it's really pretty. But because I only had so much of three colours of linen, I... And then I was looking on other people's projects that have made this. And there was one lady who had put up and had the way that they had done the design of um purple and white white and purple thin and wax um then they change the stripes over because one's thick and one's thin and then I go up to the yellow and then it's just the top is yellow. So the top and the sleeves are going are like a uh, egg yolk yellow which I said on Instagram, it's one of my favourite foods. Egg yolk. Runny egg yolk. Oh, nom, 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 nom. I love runny egg yolk. It's just the tastiest thing ever. So, some of you are going, <laughs> Some of you else are going, mm, yes, I'll have one of Or some of you are going, no, I think I'm a hard, hard egg yolk person. Some of you are like, don't care. So, um, I had got to the top. It's got a V shape neckline and when I got to the shaping it made sense because uh, remember I said I wasn't sure what it meant but I know I'll figure out when I get there and it did make sense when I got there so it had a round neck at the back a v-shape at the front um measured it tried it on maybe could have gone a little couple more inches down over my belly because it's shorter than maybe I would have liked however I'm hoping that once it's washed, it'll maybe drape and drop a little bit. So I've got the short needles that you can use for socks or for um, sleeves. So what am I talking about? Sleeves. And I think it's knit picks. Oh, I can see it's a black and it's got gold writing on the... Um, there, it's a little tiny little circular needle and you can use them for sleeves listeners I think I'm going to have to have some more juice you listen to some division music while I get my head together <clears throat> I'm nowhere near my knitting bag either so I can't tell you 
them before. I've talked about them before. You're all screaming. Because, like, last episode, and I got quite a few people saying it was a rata. And yes, it was a rata, but I couldn't get past it, et cetera. <laughs> Hopefully it made some of you laugh. So these tiny little needles, can't remember what they are, but I was all smug because it was a four millimeter needle and I'm oh, this is what I'm going to use because uh, I'm not going to use DPNs and I'm not going to use a longer cable needle because this is how I said it in my head in a stupid voice and I'm going to be dead smug. Now you know what smug Louise does? She gets a she she just slaps round the head. <clears throat> Are you sitting comfortably, listeners? Then I shall begin. So this lovely little circular needle has got a short side and a long side. And if you're right-handed, you have the long side in your right hand and the short side in your left hand. And obviously, you would change it round if you were left-handed. So, um, I had I was quite smug. I got my stitch markers and it says cast on, say, 62 or whatever, 60, can't remember. And I was like, well, that's the seam there's to do. I'm going to cut it into three, so it's 10 there, 10 there, 10 there. Um, and I took my dead smug, got my crochet hook out, and put it onto the little needle, turn it around, and then I got all the way around, started, started uh, knitting away. I was like, oh, look at me, I'm knitting. And I looked down and it was inside out. When I say inside out, I'm knitting so that the bumps are on the outside and the whole pattern is in knitting in the round but kind of stocking stitch for your bumps are on the inside. So we were just seeing the V's on the outside. So I took it back, a whole thing. I didn't want to take the whole thing and rip it right back because it would have, I would have had to pick up and start from scratch. And I didn't want to do that, because that's irritating. It involves crochet hooks and splitting the linen. A strand of yarn, which... And I, oh, the other correction I have for last episode, I said woo when I met yarn for... I think I was talking about linen. And I can hear Louise Scully cringing in the background going, it's yarn. Linen is not woo. It's not from a sheep. She wouldn't say that in that voice. But... The frustration is exactly how that sounds. Hello, Louise. So, <laughs> everybody wave at Louise. Everybody wave at uh, everybody else. Hello. Um, right, where was I? So, took it back and then thought, oh, I'll just, I could just purl it. Will I purl it? No. I'll turn it round and work it the other way. So because I turned it around and worked the other way, I had the little end of the crow, uh, the circular needle in my right hand and the long one in my left. And I could only do three or four rows at a time because it's kind of sore. Because A, you're working with linen and it's there's not much given it. And B, you're working on a stupid little size of needle. <clears throat> and to make it even worse, I could not find DPN's size four. I think there must be in a project bag somewhere that I can't find. <coughs> Do my caving impression now. <laughs> so unfair. So um eventually I got that and then I dropped the stitch and took it back up. So how can I drop a stitch? And then what did I do? Oh I know I think it kind of went swimmingly. It was okay. Was it? 
yeah, I don't think there was any more drama. And I was like, I think that's enough drama. There, there, there is just, there's podcast pause, podcast folder in this. That's fine. Stop. Right. Sleeve two. What did I do? Exactly the same way of using, like, casting on and knitting round and going, no, the bumps are on that side. But I think I got four stitches in and realising that, oh, you moron. So I've also dropped a stitch in this as well. And I just, just want to finish it. So I don't, don't have much to go on that. <laughs> Be fine. I'll maybe try it tonight. So, but what I did instead, oh, oh, and I have forgotten to de decrease, but I think because they're doing 10 inches, it's going down the thinner part of your arm. And that's probably why they wanted to decrease because then it's making more of a V shape for a sleeve, whereas mine's is finishing on the bicep. And I was like, I'm like Popeye muscles. No, I'm not. Um, bingo wings muscles. <laughs> yeah. So I've been running. I'm, I'm reasonably, I'm four miles fit right now. Uh, what was I saying? Do we need more division music? No. Oh, so then I've got to pick up for the neckline and then weave all the ends in, wash it and wear it and it will all be fine. And then I'm going, and I can't wait, uh, to cast on the Servine Cardigan by Vanessa Smith, who could not remember her name last episode. And you were all probably going, it's Vanessa Smith, Louise. And I'm going, I can't remember, it could be Vanessa. It's definitely Vanessa Smith, who's lovely on her social media stuff and her patterns are extremely nice so I recommend her too. Um, there's a really really nice jumper somebody was making it and I think it was called the Sorrel and it's got a really really nice texture stitch up in the yoke and you knit it with one strand of kid silk mohair and I think that I really I'm not jumping on this bandwagon because this bandwagon's probably well moved on by now. But I think that's going to be, after this cardigan, it's going to be the next thing that I'm going to do. Because I do have some kids' silk mohair. I've also got some mohair <laughs> um, for the next thing. And I, I just really like this texture. I'm not sure if I'm into having a lace panel on the top of a jumper. But... Let me know if you've got one and how you feel it for us. Does it let the draft in? Do you feel a little bit too open? Do you have to wear a V top underneath? Or are you okay with just um, your underwear? Or can I go up at the end of the sentence anymore? I don't know. I don't know what else I want to... Oh, I do want... I want to do the coiled magenta um, by Carl Feller. Because that is the cashmere that I should have broken out my stash. Because... If not now, why not? Because I've eaten all the Wagyu beef. <laughs> that None of that's coming anytime soon, I can tell you. Um, and I think that's it, listeners. So there was other stuff that jumped into my head, but I've not got it written down, and I kind of mind. I think I think this, there's been enough drama this episode. Um, I really, really like a couple of weeks where there's no drama. I'd like... Just the next week to go smoothly because it's Daisy's first day at high school and she got her timetable today. She's got some really good teachers, so um, she knows 
she actually she's met some of them because of being in parents' evenings with Sandy, and um, also we know one of them because she's one of my runner friends, and she's lovely. So hopefully she'll. I mean, she's got to go in, and also they've got to go in, in COVID twenty <laughs> situation. But hopefully that the numbers are low enough in Scotland and will continue to drop. So everybody keep washing your hands because it would be good to get back to not having to worry about things as much. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, I know you're all sensible people and sending you all the best of health. Big love to the pipeliners out there and the Twin Set podcasts and all the other podcasts. I'd really love to hug you all. So I'm sending you a virtual hug if you are Vivian. <laughs> I'd break a Vivian hug from the Keep Calm and Carry Yarn podcast. She's just lovely. So um, I've been list. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Um, I'm still listening to my Mirror and the Light by Hilary Mantel book. Um, I watched Crazy Rich Asian Wedding. <laughs> it's quite good. Um, I'm loving watching It's Okay Not To Be Okay. It's just a Korean drama just now. Um, it's got a good actor playing an autistic character. And I think he's got it quite good actually. Uh, my nephew's autistic, but he's not as verbal as this character is. But he's got sort of a lot of the the wee nu- nuances, is that the right word? But the wee sort of things that your, my nephew kind of does that I've seen in other autistic people as well. And um, I can tell that the actor's done his homework and it's just a joy to watch. And they've also kind of swapped the quite tropey, there's a lot of tropes in Korean drama, um, of the female character and the male character and it's, she's just funny, she's a strong character, I'm not sure if everybody would like this drama because it's it's a romantic comedy but it's also talking about mental health, it's talking about autistic, it's talking about um, psychiatric hospital and there's humour to it. (laughs) <laughs> there's some quite good humour I've actually laughed out loud a couple of times Richard says, oh is that funny I'm like, yeah. so and then last night we watched uh, Troll Hunter and this is set in Norway uh, we watched it with subtitles because I don't like dubbing <laughs> I know some people don't like subtitles but I don't like dubbing and it's a sort of comedy of found footage think Blair Witch project so it does have that kind of the running away, but it's better ca- uh, better camera work as in it doesn't... See, if I was running away, I would have fallen over and I would have been troll food quite quickly. But you... If you kind of... It's it's not mega horror because I don't like horror, but it, there's tense bits in it. But there's some really, really funny lines in it as well. And um, some characters are just funny as so I, I recommend that if you wanted a bit of um <laughs> troll hunting <laughs> look out for the three billy goats they're just 
poor things. Um, so that's me, listeners. And I've got the hairdressers on Wednesday. And I cannot tell you how much I'm looking forward to A, seeing my hairdressers and B, getting my hair cut. It's just really horrible because I can't do anything when it's too long to be neat and tidy and it's too short to be able to put up. So I'm now going to go and finish my pink juice. Not with my cookie pen because I don't have one. Any Jane Goodley fans out there will know exactly what I'm talking about. Get the door, Frank. Um, and I'm going to have my fajitas because my dinner is probably cold now. So take care, listeners, and uh, thank you for listening. Oh, we'll have some more uplifting piano music by me. Well, not really. Somebody who doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> and I'll let that run for a minute or two so you can sort of chill out. And then I'll abruptly turn it off. So take care, listeners, and I'll speak to you soon.